Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about Fear versus Faith Session 3. Fear versus Faith Session 3. Faith is a belief in our confident attitude towards God, involving commitment to His will for one's life. Faith was already pre present in the experience of many people in the Old Testament as a key element of their spiritual lives. Faith is a is part of the Christian's life from beginning to the end. As the instrument by which the gift of salvation is received, true faith is confidence in God or Christ, not in oneself. Let me say this sentence again. True faith is confidence in God or Christ, not in oneself. And so let's get into the word of God. Are you ready to get into the word of God? I am so ready to get into the word of God. We're going to go into Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And it says this. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Let me say it again. Now, faith is the confidence of, in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And so two words describe faith. Two words describe faith is confidence and assurance. You see that? Two words describe faith is confidence and assurance. And so these two qualities need a secure beginning and end point. The beginning point of faith is believing in God's character. He is who he says. The end point is believing in God's promises. He will do what he says. When we believe that God's will, God will fulfill his promises, even though we don't see those promises materializing yet, we demonstrate our true faith. So even though I don't see the revival yet, even though I don't, I don't see the revival naturally, even though I don't see millions and billions and millions and billions of people coming back to the Lord Jesus Christ, I don't see that, but I still believe it by faith that it can happen. I believe what God says in his word, not my circumstances, not my, not my circumstances, not my situation, not my problems, not my obstacles I face. I face, I believe what God thinks. And whatever God says, I believe that we can receive it by faith in him. If he said that we can have it and he gives us permission that we can have it, we should be able to have it. Because whatever we believe and whatever we believe what he's saying, believe in his promises, it should come to pass if it's in his will. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So we're going to go into John, John chapter 20, and I'm going to go down to verse 24 through 29, and I want to read you this. And it says this. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. And so the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my sides. Stop doubting and believe. And Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed, but blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So we are blessed as God's children because we have not seen his body, his nails in his hands, our nails in his foot. We have not seen it naturally. We have not seen it yet, and but we blessed because we have not seen it, but we still believe. 
So let me tell you something. One thing you should know as a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you are blessed. I am blessed. And you are blessed because we are believers of the blessed Heavenly Father, and he's blessed. And everything on this earth belongs to him. Hmm. Let's keep going on. So Thomas wanted Jesus' physical presence. But God's plans is wiser. He has not limited himself to one physical body. He wants to be present with you at all times. He wants to be present with me at all times. Even now he is with you in the in the form of the Holy Spirit. Yes, he is with you as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ of the form of the Holy Spirit. You can talk to him. You can um be as real to um real to him as he was he was with Thomas. Jesus wasn't hard on Thomas for his doubts. Despite his doubts, Thomas was still loyal to the believers and Jesus himself. Some people need to doubt before they believe. If doubt leads to questions, questions lead to answer, and the answers are accepted, then doubt has done the good work. It is when doubt becomes stubbornness, and stubbornness becomes a prideful lifestyle, that doubt harms faith, when you doubt, don't stop there. Let your doubt deeper your faith as you continue to search for um our um yeah, search for your answer. So don't let stubbornness stop you and don't let pride stop you and thinking that you know it all. Oh, uh, you 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 don't you, you don't really gotta do it. You don't really gotta dive that deep into the word of God. But yes, you do gotta dive that deep into the word of God. Cause how you gonna more, how you gonna conquer, how you gonna be more than a conqueror, how you gonna conquer your obstacles or your fear of your anxiety if you don't dive deep into the word of God? See, it's your responsibility to dive deep in the word of God. It is your responsibility to get more understanding. It's your responsibility to move by faith and not by sight. As well as mine too. My God. My God. And so I've got a question for you. I want you to think about it. Do you remember the times when you turned 16 years old? Or do you remember the times when you turned 21 years old? See, these are popular ages that we think of when we're young, when we when we're young, and how excited we are. So when you were excited, and I was excited and anxious, you knew you would certainly receive gifts and other special treats, but some things would be a surprise to you. Birthdays combines assurance and anticipation, and so does faith. Faith is the confidence based on past experience that God's new and fresh surprises will surely be ours. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 says this, By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. God called the universe into existence out of nothing. He declared that it was to be, and it was. Our faith is in the God who created the entire universe by his word. God's word has awesome power. Listen to that. God's word has awesome power. So what we focus on, we need to start focusing on the word of God, not on the distractions of this world, not the distractions of the news, not the distractions of social media, not the distraction of what they said in the gospel, not the distractions of the clothes and the persons in the shoes. No, we need to focus on who has power, who has authority, who can trouble over all the demonic and evil spirits on this earth, which is God of Abraham. Him, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the living God. That's the one we should be focused upon in his word. We need to get into his word and start studying his word like we need him more than we need our natural food. That's how much we need God. And so God rewards those who delightfully seek him. Did you know that God rewards those who delightfully seek him? Do you delightfully seek the Lord? Do you know he rewards them? Do you know he rewards his children who delightfully seek him? 
Man, it's, it's our faith. Our faith is hungry and thirsty after righteousness. Our faith is hungry and thirsty for our God to move in a mighty way despite what we see on this earth. So in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, the word of God says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Oh, let, me, let, let me read it again, because that was so good. That was so, so good. Let's read it again. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And so notice in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that without faith, you cannot please God. I cannot please God if I don't have faith in him. Therefore, no matter how many good works we offer, God will not be pleased if they were done to earn his favor. Whatever we do for God should be because we love him, not because we try to get something from him. Sometimes we wonder about the um, faith of those who haven't heard of Christ and have not um, even had a Bible to read. God assures us that all who honestly, honestly seek him who act in faith on the knowledge of God that they possess and will be rewarded. When you tell others the gospel, encourage them to be honest and diligent in their search for the truth. Those who hear the gospel are responsible for what they have heard. See, it's all once we hear the preacher preaching, are we in the study and we studying ourselves? It is our responsibilities to start changing the way that God sees us. It is our responsibility to believe that God, we got to have faith in our God as small as a mustard seed. We got to believe what our God says. It is our responsibilities. Responsibilities. Oh, my God. A lot of people don't want to take it on. A lot of people just want to go church and I went to church, oh, praise the Lord. Well, what did the pastor talk about? Oh, I don't remember about that. Okay, well, when, when did the last time you get in your word? And when, when did the last time you start reading your word? When did the last time you start praying to God and ask for my understanding? When was the last time you start getting into Bible study and start asking some questions? Oh, my God. My God, my God. So let's go back into Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7 says this. Now faith Noah when warned about things not yet seen, and holy fear built an ark to save his family. By fact, by his faith he condemned the world and became hero of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. And so Noah experienced rejection because he was different from his neighbors. God commanded him to build a huge boat in the middle of dry, dry land, although God's command seemed foolish, but Noah obeyed. See, a lot of people don't understand. They, they, they think, oh, well, it don't take that much to be who you are. Oh, no, don't take it. No, 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 no. God calls the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. So, yes, it's going to look foolish to most people because they don't believe what God said about you. But if you are being anointed, to, you have been anointed to do what God commanded you to do, you're going to do it anyways, regardless if they think it looks foolish or not. They don't really... As God's chosen, cho chosen children, chosen vessel, we don't listen to what the naysayers say. We don't listen to what petty stuff go on. We have to focus on our purpose of who God created us to be because the fire is already inside of us and we believe what God says, not what men may say. So Noah had to build that boat even though they never seen no rain on the ground. Even though the land was being dry for years and years and years and they making fun of him, they rejecting him, they persecuting him, but he kept building that boat. Hey, he kept building that boat. My God. And so Noah's obedience made him appear strange to his neighbors, just as the new beliefs of the Jewish Christians 
undoubtedly make them stand out. As you obey God, don't be surprised if others regard you as different. Your obedience makes their disobedience stands out. Remember, if God asks you to do something, he will give you the necessary strength to carry out the task. Let me say that sentence again. Remember, if God asks you to do something, he will give you the necessary strength to carry out his task. By faith, Noah was willing to believe what God said about the future and to risk his reputation in coming to pass. And so let's keep going on. So at the end of the day, Noah, Noah, didn't, have, Noah didn't have no time to worry about what other people think. God was ready to bring that water. He was going to flood every evil, every wickedness, and he did it. And only eight people got saved. Only eight people got saved. And the rest of the people got saved was animals. Oh, my God. And so in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8 through 10, the word of God says this. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he will later receive as an inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a strange and a foreign country. He lived in tents as, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heard with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundation who architect and builder is God. As us as believers, we are looking for the architect of our God and his building. What is not this stuff on this earth? So Abraham's life was filled with faith. As God's command, he let, left home and went into another land, obeying without questions. He believed that the covenant of God made with him, Abraham knew that the earthly land of promise was not the end of his pilgrimage. Rather, it pointed beyond to the heavenly city that God had prepared for his faithful servants. Abraham was served as an example for all God's people. We are only traveling through this world on our way to God's city and his home for our life and be fascinated in the present would be a stranger on this earth. This is not our homeland, but a foraging territory. The end of our pilgrimage will be better a country with our heavenly father in the new Jerusalem, where he gonna bring a new heaven and a new earth. This is not our home, but we move by faith and not by sight. And we might look foolish to the world, but we keep it moving with our God and what he say to be done, it should come to pass of who we are because that's what he commanded. And whatever God command, it should come to pass. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.